Welcome to the Televerse, streaming in place. Lucifer. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Streaming in Place. Uh, we are talking today about Lucifer Season 4, Episode 5, Expire Erect. And yesterday's You didn't episode, say that correctly. Sorry. <laughs> Expire Erect. I don't know exactly what that was supposed <laughs> to be, but um, yesterday was a very special episode because it was our 100th episode. Today is a very special episode because it's LaToya's birthday. Woo! Kermit Arms. Yay! So, um, there's already been birthday wishes uh, for you in the chat from everyone, and we all wish you a happy birthday, but we didn't think that was enough. So, uh, we have to celebrate (laughs) the day appropriately. So, we're going to do that with this. Why, look, it's Trisha Helfer. Hello, Latoya. (laughs) Hi. Ferguson. What a lovely name. Um, so three little birdies told me that it's going, it's your birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. I'm not going to sing because <laughs> I have tried before and it always, it's just, yeah, it's not so good. <laughs> anyway, Latoya, um, the three little birdies are Alice and Kate and Noel. 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 <laughs> Noel. Another little Christmas, uh. Maybe it is Noel, and I'm making fun of it. Noel. <laughs> um, hey, people get my name all the, wrong all the time, especially my last name, Helfer. I get Heifer. I get Heffler. Mostly Heffler or Hefner. Hef, Heffler and Hefner is. I get more often than Helfer. Like it's not a hard name, but um, it, it's. I get it all the time. So Noel. Noel, whichever you are. Um, but anyway, the three little birdies, it's not their birthday. Um, it's Latoya's birthday. So they tell me that you are going to be spending your birthday talking about Lucifer on a podcast. That's very cool. Um, is it your own? Um, I don't know if it's your own podcast or you are going to be a guest on a podcast talking about Lucifer. And it continues. We're going to send you the link. Yeah, I see. You got me five minutes of Trisha Helper. Uh, oh my God, I'm crying. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I was not expecting that at all. Well, happy, happy birthday. birthday. Happy Thank birthday. Thank you guys. <laughs> wow. Uh, woo. It's, um, it is five minutes long um, because she was filling her oats. Uh, she cannot say Noel correctly. And also at one point her cat walks through. So please enjoy the rest of it. Thank her cat just so goes, Foom, like Nancy does. It was just like, Right in front of the camera. It's a delight. <laughs> wow. Everyone else's birthday presents suck. <laughs> <laughs> well, happy birthday, Latoya. Thank you for doing this podcast with mm-hmm. us. We love Thank you. you. Guys. Jesus. And that'll be it for streaming in place. Yeah, we'll, be back. Yeah. <laughs> well, it can't be. It's not allowed to be because this episode is too awesome and fun. And we have yeah. to talk about one of my favorite. See, he got tired, guys. He got he got got tired i love it so much every See, time I love that you love that mine is the episode title that's my favorite pun it's die hard you guys it's die hard latoya i would not have gotten that no until, like i didn't get it until right now yeah it's a lot like how um as i confessed to keenan the other day it took me like three seasons of being a die hard rupaul's drag race fan from day one to realize that charisma uniqueness nerve and talent was an acronym so um so i'm not always the quickest on the uptake 
let's start uh let's start with Latoya as it is your birthday. How did this one live up to your rewatch? I was very happy with it. Were you similarly uh pleased with this one? Oh yes, uh this episode is so much fun. I'm actually like I started rewatching it. I'm like in the middle of the episode right now. I like, just have it on. I'm like I'm not turning my TV off. I'll I'll continue yeah. this as soon as we're done talking. <laughs> uh it's just it's just a fun episode. Um, from, you know, uh, Lucifer's attempts at finding closure, despite not knowing why he's supposed to be finding closure, mm-hmm. um, to once, you know, they are in their uh, diehard situation and they're stuck in Lux and just the Eve stuff too is great. Uh, again, I, I was praising Eve uh, in the last episode, but this one I think is really great just because she's so likable. And even when you don't want to like her, uh, as these characters realize like you can't help it, uh, both Ella and Chloe and even Amenadiel who's like you shouldn't be here he's like maybe she's good for Lucifer <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's good stuff uh, it's super fun I think uh, I think Eve comes off a lot stronger and like they the performance is even better the writing for the character is good and I, I feel like a lot of times when shows are setting up like a romantic stumbling box as it were like characters who come in um, who who maybe normally are gonna fans are keyed into not like the show tries to make everybody else like them so that the fans have to like them and it does not work see riley as a prime example um but i think here it really does work as it comes off as genuine or at least for me it does allison did it work for you oh absolutely um and it would have even if it wasn't even if this episode wasn't also one of my favorite tropes um which is like hostage situation and now we have to deal with our emotional baggage um i I just i love a good i love a good emotionally rich hostage situation anyway um yeah i she she was already really likable just as a presence but watching her sort of relate to the people around her and her experience in such an such a guileless way um in a way that it sure does make sense that Chloe would want to double check and make sure she's not evil. Um, like her very matter of fact reaction to the question about whether or not she has superpowers, all of the various discussions about Adam, who I hope we never see. Please tell me that he doesn't come looking for her because that would suck. Um, I, I just, yes, very, very charming, very likable. I believed all of those relationships um, and the ways that they change. And uh, yeah, thumbs up for me. Well, Noel, uh, I, I believe you get uh, coldish here because you mentioned yesterday that maybe the building implodes. And I was like, there's a bomb. <laughs> I think that's a coldish. <laughs> I, I mean, a wall of Lux does get blown out, um, which, yeah. gosh, I hope he has insurance. He <laughs> probably maybe doesn't. I mean, it's a historical landmark now. So, like, they they have to answer to the city for this. I honestly don't know how that works. He should. It gets wrecked all the time. Lux. He needs to have insurance. When the <laughs> sign came down, I was like, "Yep, got to talk to your glass guy again." Because it's just <laughs> you know, over and over. They, at least they missed the mirrored black backsplash this time. But uh, what did you think about Eve here? I, I think it everything that people have sort of been layering in all fits. Um, I think having her interact with most of the rest of the cast at this point. Um, does a lot to sort of solidify that you should like her, that you actively like her. And I like that guilelessness that um, Allison mentioned because that's it's how it fits. There's, there's a knowledge, but also that innocence that just kind of works really well in making the character relatable 
and likable. So I I was I was very keen on it. Um, I like everything around her with the party. So everything with Ella, I think, is really really good. And her responses to Chloe, I think, feel both measured in initially right now anyway, of being like, oh no, it's fine. Yeah, no, this seems good for him. But also, he gets hurt when she's around. That cannot stand. <laughs> um, so I'm curious to see how the rest of that plays out naturally. But I think that the character really comes into focus a good bit here, um, even down with that Amenadiel conversation. So I'm I'm on board with where they want to go with this particular storyline. Um, I'm not on board with the case of the week this week, but okay. another issue. <laughs> uh, I, I like that they give both Chloe and Eve really distinct oh like realizations we get some epiphaphase here which is good and like it's like oh wait you're eve like you you know who he is and you're totally fine uh this is a much more significant thing than i thought okay uh processing processing and then the little end like stinger with um with eve too so and we'll see what you know how that plays out but yeah there's there's some really good stuff i think right at the core of this and some of the for me i enjoyed the case of the week just because of the tired thing um <laughs> i will stick with the stupid case of the week all the way just for that like so much of the case of the week doesn't make any goddamn sense no it it makes so little sense and i got so frustrated with the twist at the end of like i planned the bank robbery and it's just like when was that established and hinted at in any way? It wasn't. Why? So I was just... Why is Dan working the case? Why is he yeah. in charge? It doesn't make any sense. I mean, I guess technically he and Chloe were working the case, but, you know, Lucifer did show up. So yeah. technically he was on it. And as we know, Dan's always doing the paperwork, even if it's not his yeah, case, apparently. True. And I will say, um, Noel, you were talking about it last episode, you know, how you know, you've been told that Eve's like, she's more like Abel than uh, Cain. And uh, of course, like this episode also confirmed it. And they, even they, they broached the subject, you know, they talk about how, you know, Lucifer killed your son and everything. And she's like, well, yeah, you know, my son who took away my sweet son. Yes. And I'm, and I'm sure that Cain deserved whatever he got. So, I mean, it's, it's quick, but like quick to blow past a, like a storyline that, you know, didn't work for, for the reasons we've already discussed, but like also quick in a way that makes sense too. Yes. Mm-hmm. To the point it's like, she was probably very like she had all these thousands of years to to mourn her 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 innocent son in her eyes, whereas you know Cain was just roaming the world, being a little jackass, reading Moby Dick, and uh, having like just name checking Charlotte Richards mm-hmm. for that. It just does that does a lot of the heavy lifting, and the you know Lavi really sells that moment. It gets just enough time. It's like you, you know she. I like that they make sure Eve comes down to earth with her eyes open on like aware and not like made that choice to, to come out, seek out Lucifer already having made peace with, uh, Cain being killed. The combination of Charlotte and the fact that a deal was, you know, going on about, uh, all this free will stuff in the silver city. So like that, that's what got like her gears turning basically to finally come down here. So way to go a deal. Yeah. I I did it because I saw you, Dad. <laughs> it's uh yeah. I learned it from watching you, Uncle. I don't I, I don't did. know. I don't know. <laughs> Strange cousins just don't some level of removed, right? Yeah. 
because it's not even like a step sibling thing. No, same dad, but different mom slash non existent mom, lump of clay, rib of Adam mom. Like it's complicated. Um, how did you guys think about it? Absolutely. Uh, Allison, oh, very nice. Uh, Allison's name in the chat, listeners, is now Maze's Ponytail Braid, which is good because it's another excellent Maze do this this season. Uh, how did you feel about um, that? You know that that amenity stuff, and then our case of the week. Did were you as like what what is happening to the screen as I was? Um, I you know I will say that I thought to myself oh, well, the wife was involved in the robbery very early in the episode. Like, once he showed up and started yelling about wanting to see his wife, was like, well, I don't... Like, I just don't think that what this is going to be is they convince a victim of abuse to reunite with her spouse, which must mean there must be something else going on. Um, So I sort of... I sort of saw that coming. It doesn't make sense. It just seemed like where it was going to go. Um, I like that it's just, I, what I appreciate about the, at least the beginning of this story is that it is so transparent an excuse to get Lucifer involved because of his car. And, and that is transparent both on the part of the show and of Chloe, um, where it's like, oh no, I know a person with a fancy car. I, I got this. Gee, who should I call? Um, Which was really fun and silly and, um, and tied in really nicely with everything that was going on with, with poor Lucifer and the closure he doesn't understand. Um, Which is just like, that's, that's classic Lucifer and Dr. Linda stuff. That that's like, like a a very nice vintage. Um, The, once we were in hostage situation, it was like a com- completely different episode, yes. but an episode that I really liked. So the tonal whiplash and the sort of ab- abrupt about face was kind of dizzying, but I think I enjoyed that. I liked feeling disoriented by the change because they all would too, right? They were just like, I mean, Ella was on Molly, you know, like and just, then cocaine, and then cocaine, and that. This I was like, oh, we're on Netflix now. When 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 Chloe was like Lucifer, how do we get Ella sober? And that was his solution. She was like, all right, here we go. Um, it just this better it, not awaken anything in me. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was that was very satisfying. So I agree that it's batshit but it was batshit in a way that made sense to me in terms of the episode's emotional arc if not its logical arc does that make sense um yeah because it was just it was like whoa whole new episode halfway through which was very cool i think and even the ellis stuff makes sense on like an emotional arc level because she's been giving up her sundays and partying a lot and going out a lot so the idea that she would take molly from this perfect stranger that she only knows because She's said that Lucifer has talked about Ella to her um, and goes, yeah, no, I'll take some Ollie. Um, just, again, makes sense with everything else that we've gotten for Ella, which has been all almost entirely off screen, aside from looking really hungover and her talking about it. But the fact that it all works as well as it does and makes sense, it doesn't feel like a betrayal of the character, I think, just highlights how efficiently that was done, but also how happy we are that she's a character again and not a weirdo from season three. Yeah. And 
uh, I just want to talk about, you know, noting how the case is like, oh, we need Lucifer because of his car. It's it's so, like, just a flimsy excuse from Chloe anyway, because once they go to this apparently swanky car show, no one there is swanky, by the no. way. Which I, I, I love Lucifer just taking a second to insult the guy in the Hawaiian shirt. Yeah, no. It's so and, mean, but hilarious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My um, my partner was just like, that's that's the car museum in Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah, it's just that Chloe didn't want an excuse to, to work yeah. with Lucifer. It's, yeah. it's very transparent. Although Lucifer doesn't see it because, of course, he's thinking about closure because uh, Linda told him to get closure, whatever that means. Yeah. And yeah, they're both doing whatever they think is necessary to keep this case going. I also love that. And they don't want it to end when when I was like, well, I, I solved it. You know, it's done. <laughs> that it's over now. That just so good. Yeah. It doesn't, doesn't count. It's not official until they're arrested. <laughs> yeah, Dan's on it. Damn it. Yes. And that's why it's, it becomes a new episode. The case is over, you guys. <laughs> it's not closed until they're in prison yes no i mean some shenanigans could happen on the witness stand i mean we this we need <laughs> yes. to we need to keep this going yeah. make sure everything's locked tight for all we know he's gonna hire perry mason and then yeah. it's like all bets are off and then That's perry true. mason's gonna pay off a juror but now i'm trying to think of obviously we have our own sexy perry mason but like what's the lucifer sexy pace perry mason like who's who's getting that casting as sexy lucifer perry mason Oh, man. Wasn't that technically Charlotte? Yeah, it was. <laughs> well, oh, I but I never got the sense that that she was, like, uh, as as interested in, in lawyering. Right. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, she seemed mostly interested in having a lot of money. Early days, Charlotte seemed mostly interested in having a lot of money. Yeah. Um, but then she went to go work for the DAs and yes. still had a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> Still had way to go to the office. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. A glass office. Who? No, now I got to figure this out. The Perry Mason of the Lucifer world would have to be somebody just like, like bafflingly hot. That's what I'm, yeah. But like, but also kind of not all that trust. Wait, 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 wait. I'm, this is just because I want him to get work. Brandon Ruth. Brandon Ruth. Yes. Brandon oh, Ruth. They, Brandon they should scoop him up. But, snap yes, him up right now. But he's not as good when they have him be shifty, right? Yeah. No, I don't want him to be shifty. I want okay. him to be a Boy Scout. Okay. Total yeah. Boy Scout. Yeah. Like Ray was. Palmer went to law school and is now on Lucifer. I, of course, uh, with all my uh, birthday messages, I'm getting a lot of Vampire Diaries gifts, you know, and uh, put him on a box, get some Ian Summerholder in there. Uh, just for the height mm. differential. Yeah. I love Ian He's a short man, and I'll just, I'll, I'll, I accept that. <laughs> Marcus says, I had forgotten this case until the turn, and I was like, oh, right, this one. Uh, and also, he votes for all the Supermans. Henry Cavill needs a role, too. Except for Dean Kane because he's been removed yeah. from Superman yeah. canon, yes. unfortunately. Yep. Alas. Alas, alack. Um, well, let's talk about the thing I wanted to mention about the Ella stuff. Besides really appreciating Amy, Amy Garcia, her performance is so good in mm-hmm. this. Uh, I think the way that they choose to take the there is no God scene is appropriately like upsetting and funny and uh, interesting all at once. But I really liked that the solution to she's on Molly, we need her to focus wasn't like, Adderall or some other mystery drug that's totally okay. It was like, no, we're going cocaine. <laughs> like that. I mean, like, the episode begins with Lucifer. You know, you can show him smoking pot. He just can't smoke a cigarette on the TV. You know, mm-hmm. 
<laughs> um, so I really appreciated that, that like part of it. Um, the, the other thing, um, I already mentioned, like it makes no sense for, I don't want them to have another boss, uh, another lieutenant. We're good. We're good. I don't need to see the power structure at the police office, uh, the station. Um, but that didn't make any sense. It was very, very silly. Um, but I also really actually, even though the storyline didn't make any sense, I did really like Jesse Schramm. I was like, they got Jesse Schramm for like, Two seeds. I that's that how cool. you knew she actually did it, too. Because it's Jesse Schramm. Yeah. <laughs> there is that. Did you guys have other uh, parts that you wanted to, to touch on for this? What did you guys think of uh, our Dan and Mays content? Oh, Dan. Uh, as we were always saying, Dan, talk to Dr. Linda. <laughs> yeah, Dan needs a therapist. Um, yeah. Dan and all of the Legends of Tomorrow need therapist. Um, I like that Dan is... It's got, for to be really, really cute about it, like an angel on one shoulder and a devil on another when it comes to extra legal police activity. Um, at least he's not going all the way in. Uh, and I do think you have to think like a criminal is more interesting than beating people up is fun. Mm-hmm. Um, like if Dan changes his way of thinking... Um, then that also sort of parallels Amenadiel's concerns about whether or not Eve is going to sort of bring Lucifer back to being old Lucifer. Um, if there's a war for which kind of Lucifer we're getting and a war for which kind of Dan we're getting, that's a nice tidy little parallel. Um, but mostly I just liked Maze's ponytail braid. I like it was, it was, it was just really, yeah. really good. She's it was having, just really been good. having some good looks this season. She really has. The whole look was great, but the ponytail braid in particular. I think like a criminal thing with Dan too is like, well, he 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 can do that. It's just like, obviously, when he does that, it goes too far because like that's the reason why he's good at undercover, unlike Chloe. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Chloe couldn't think like a, a criminal for a second. <laughs> no, uh, she she's the Boy Scout of this of this show. Yeah. This is why it's better when he's undercover and she's like quarterbacking. Yeah, better she- in terms of actual procedure, not better yes. in terms of entertainment. I would oh, of course not. I agree. Well, do we have any other moments or scenes Ooh, we wanted I to do. mention? Go for I it. I want to talk about um, uh, Chloe and Amenadiel, which just, I did not yeah. expect to get punched right in the feelings, but boy, yeah. did I. Yeah. They really earned that. I was like, like tearing up. It them. was good. Yeah. It was very good. Um, and it was it was very good. And I think they both sold just the hell out of it. Um, and I every time that we get characters acknowledge new reality of show together i'm gonna be excited it just is it's like new dynamic this is refreshing let's actually communicate this is really good i'm glad that chloe and amendiel are acknowledging like hey by the way i know you're an angel now um (laughs) if i have any questions could i come to you but i also really like that it's uh it's two people who are so concerned about or so invested in lucifer's well-being having this conversation and that they're both coming at it from a place of I guess generosity rather than suspicion. Like it is, Chloe is one hundred percent within her rights to be like, "Hey, so now there's another supernatural being down here. I almost married the last one. Is there anything I should know uh, about this lady? Because it didn't end so well for me last time." Um, and then that question, sort of being a place for Amenadiel to start from as well, in terms of sort of re-examining his thoughts about Eve and that relationship. I just thought it was really well handled, really efficient. And then the end, obviously just feelings. It is really efficient, but it's, it's so character driven that it's really nice. Um, I'm still waiting for everyone to explain Charlotte to Chloe. Oh God. (laughs) 
I don't. I, I, I as the, as the season goes along, I'm increasingly convinced that we're not going to explain Charlotte to Chloe, which is sad. Um, she should know what happened to Charlotte, um, but it's it is really really good, and it's exactly like in the previous episode where we get Linda and Chloe. It's exactly what you want, and then you get. Chloe and Amenadiel, and it's exactly what you want. And then that little button, like you said, um, Allison, with the mention of her dad and everything, it's just like, oh, of course Amenadiel went to go check on Chloe's dad. Of course he did, because <laughs> he's he's a good little he's a good little sheep angel, and he did exactly what he was supposed to do. Um, so yeah, no, it's just it's very very sweet, and I like that point about it coming from a point of generosity. Um, I like that a lot because it feels really honest. What I really liked about that, like the little, because that that's a mirrored scene, right? We yeah. had previously our scene with Amenadiel and Dan, which was really good. But in this one, what I really like about D.B. Woodside's performance, both the performances are terrific and it's such a less is more. I, you know, they trust their actors, which is the right call because it's really lovely. Um, but you get to see, Woodside makes sure we see Amenadiel appreciating the fact that he gets to give that news he gets to say that and she will understand and believe him and he's the bearer of bad tidings often right <laughs> like he's he's not necessarily one who's been able to like give uh comfort and joy he's usually doing forbid foreboding warnings right and so you can see him really enjoying that moment and being heard and being able to to give that to her um it's a it's a lovely little scene um you know what else is a lovely little scene stoned ella touching dan's face (laughs) (laughs) i like he's like are you stoned like you just went and beat up a whole gang of bikers with maize you don't get to pass judgments she got surprised on her off hours by a bomb right and still diffused it so like you know we can hold off on the scolding she wasn't on the clock when she was diffusing this bomb, so it's okay that she was high. <laughs> Clearly. Also, I, I think that maybe Dan is missing a real opportunity for him here, which is if he likes the, like, if he is enjoying the, wow, I'm being bad with Maze thing, he could just say, hey, I don't feel like using knives, but would you like to do drugs? And Maze would say, yes. I don't think Dan wants to do a drug. I don't no. think he, he's, he's that kind of person. Uh, no. Well, that's probably true. But maybe he could benefit from it. Maybe he and maybe he and Maze should just like get stoned and watch The Wizard of Oz and listen to Dark Side of the Moon. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I just I feel like it might it might be good for him. Well, any other scenes that we got to make sure we mention? Uh, there are three little things I wanted to point out, which is uh, so Ella when uh, Chloe first shows up at Locke, she's like she gave me drugs, and Chloe's like really, and then Ella just walks away like I need orange juice. That is beautiful. Yep. Uh, when Marco has is like been stabbed and he's like dying and was like doesn't feel great does it he just has to be so petty very good <laughs> yes and um when lucifer is attached to his iv and she just pours booze from his flask into the iv <laughs> she knows yeah. her man mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's very good um i want to say that i 100 percent fell for the fake out with the with the apple and the knife at the end i 100 percent thought that he was bleeding and i was about to be shocked so it was a it was a nice little reversal Um, they got me for sure yeah (laughs) same hard same 
Well, if anybody hanging out in the Zoom has any final thoughts, drop them into the chat. Otherwise, I'm very excited, uh, listeners, because the next episode is my favorite episode title, potentially of the show, certainly of the season. I know I'm overhyping it. I don't care because (laughs) listeners. uh, Oh, Marcus says, I liked Eve ordering a me costume online. Very good. Yeah, that was good. My snake costume finally got here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, Noel, Allison, the next episode is called Orgy Pants to Work. So what do you suppose is going to (laughs) happen in the next episode? You got the call dish, Noel, so you should go first. Oh, no. Too much pressure. Um... I mean, why would you wear, why do you, what are orgy pants anyway? Like, are they just like quick tearaway pants? That's what it is, is they're quick tearaway pants. Um, so, cause that's the only thing it could be like, why, why else? Like everything else is just too difficult in an orgy. Um, so yeah, their ter- tearaway pants are involved somehow and maybe, maybe Dan wears them to work. Um, <laughs> but for a different reason and Lucifer <laughs> just decides that they're orgy pants. That that's that's my guess. I'm okay. gonna guess that there is a murder at a sex party, and Lucifer says, "Oh, if I'd have known that we were going to a sex party, I'd have worn my orgy pants at work." And then Chloe will say something, and he'll go, "Oh, wait, never mind, I did." And then. Will I guess also tear them away, or they'll be like, or they'll be like a like a flap for assless chaps. Like he just maybe presses a button. Um, uh, I'm gonna guess Very that Inspector and, Gadget. Yeah, and I'm gonna guess that as a result, it's all like super sexy, and it makes Chloe and Lucifer sort of awkward, which. Not that they're not already, uh, but which is which is weird for Eve. Um, yeah, and then I'm gonna guess that Ella talks about not believing in God in basically every scene. Okay. Um, I f- I feel like an orgy is not something that's gonna happen here because it's there's not enough like comedy to mine from that because you can't actually be at the orgy. I feel like even on Netflix. Um, but I think in keeping with Eve being here and orgy pants, 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 maybe a nudist colony. I think it's a nudist colony. That's a um, good call. I think that makes more sense because then you can just always be at the nudist colony and just do like a weird blocking stuff for humor's sake. But then everyone will be uncomfortable all of the time. Okay. Yeah. Plus they'll find it. That would mean they would get yet another excuse for Tom Ellis to take his shirt off. Exactly. Which I very much appreciate. Or to like almost have his pants off and on yeah. as this well. This time which, we got pecs, yeah. abs, and butt cheeks. Yeah. Well, tush. We yeah. Got some tush, which was, was, which was good. Cause I was complaining was to my partner. I was just like, I mean, there hasn't been enough tush. You're on Netflix now. Give us some more. And then they did. And I was happy about that. Yeah. Definitely want more butt cheeks. Um, <laughs> like, <laughs> what is that face about? I'm just very entertained. Happy birthday, <laughs> happy birthday LaToya. <laughs> hey, who, whose tush do you want to see on the show, Axie, besides Tom's? I, I, I'm good. I feel like they take care of us. So I, tell, I'm us, good. tell us. I'm good. Tell us about that, put, us about that tush. <laughs> I mean, I feel like there are a lot of good tushes on the mm-hmm. show. Give me some Alejandro um, tush. Inc- you know what? Absolutely Alejandro tush. And 
thank you, Outlander. I can also verify that Graham McTavish also has a nice tush. <laughs> so, like, make that happen. Some Father let's, Kinley tush. Let's do that. Let's get let's get some Father Kinley tush. Um, yeah, that's I'm all about that. Let's do that. <laughs> well, I don't think we're going to top that. So I'm going <laughs> to end our conversation here. Uh, Latoya, anything you want to tease about the next one? Uh, I forgot that uh, a new character was introduced uh, in the next Another episode. Another one? So. There's more. More characters are coming every single day. How can you do that with 10 episodes? That's that's, that's ridiculous. This isn't Netflix 23 money, episodes. Baby. Netflix money, baby. <laughs> Netflix money. Sweet, sweet Netflix money. <laughs> I will say the new character, I hate their costume so much. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, show that oh, instead. right. The Netflix image showed them. Yes. I'm very interested in what that is and who that is. Um, my partner teased it a little bit. Okay. So, yeah. Yes. Well, I'm going to guess that it's John Leguizamo. <laughs> it is not John Leguizamo. <laughs> and that he's dressed like an air bison. <laughs> <laughs> if only. Okay, well, that's where we're going to wrap it for today. So thank you to Keenan and Scotty and Marcus for hanging out in the chat with us today. Thank and thank you, you to Trisha Helfer for hanging Trisha out. Trisha Helfer. <laughs> thank for you, Trisha Helfer. And almost pronouncing Noel's name right. And uh, thank you to LaToya. Happy birthday, Happy birthday. birthday, LaToya. Thank you for spending part of your birthday talking about Lucifer on Zoom with us. Thank what an guys. honor. I'm so honored. That's why I was like calculating last week. I'm like, oh, it's this episode. What a great birthday episode. <laughs> I was very happy to know which one it was. Well, we'll have to figure out what on earth we could be watching when we're all still quarantining on your birthday next year. Um, <laughs> maybe we'll have to do Battlestar Galactica so we can get another cameo from Trisha Helfer. There we go. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Heffler? Heffler? Heffler. 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 Heifer? Heifer? Hyphen? <laughs> hello it's a How little reassuring you? that people like even once you've you're at that level of of fame and success in your chosen field people are still oh no they still get her name wrong yep makes all of us feel a little bit more you know part of the same experience well what oh no i was just gonna make a joke about how your kate cole kiz and latoya gerfison and noel pack kirk trick and well, you say Noelle. that as if i haven't gotten that before noel noel pat kirk trick and then um schmalison boo maker <laughs> that's, that's your even a name, name. <laughs> <sighs> okay i'm cutting us off here i gotta edit thank you yes, everyone happy birthday latoya bye bye, bye.